Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Anna here with a special episode of Couch Talk, the place for intimate conversation. And today we're definitely going to go into another realm of topics that we haven't addressed in enough depth here on Couch Talk. Today, my guest is Robin Openshaw. She is the author of 15 books. She's known as the Green Smoothie Girl, and one of her books is called, one of her bestsellers is called The Green Smoothie Diet and 12 Steps to Whole Food. Now, her latest book is called Vibe, Discover Your Energetic Frequency for Health, Love, and Success. And this will be released October 2017. Super excited to talk with her today about how these two concepts from green smoothies, whole foods, into energetic frequencies are really combined and um, erupting from the same passion. So Robin is a former psychotherapist. She's a university professor and lectured in over 450 cities in the six years after launching her popular site, greensmoothiegirl.com in 2007. She's a single mom to four children who are now flying the coop, so to speak. She skis and plays tennis competitively in Utah and believes that everything is possible if you leverage the highest frequencies in the universe. So I am just super excited to find her and to connect with her and to bring her here to our podcast. She has an amazing podcast called Your High Vibration Life, and this is on iTunes. And also look for Green Smoothie Girl on Facebook. So welcome, Robin. Hi, Dr. Anna. So nice to be with you today. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Oh, a little coughing episode there. Sorry about that. Ah, well, raising my vibration of another tune. Robin, tell our audience about yourself and your background and how you've really spanned your um, field of intrigue. Yeah, the, I mean, the whole way that greensmoothiegirl.com even came to be is an interesting story. And the really nutshell version of it is that we, my family and I, I've been divorced now for almost nine years, but I was married for 20 years. And, and uh, I, we were asked, my husband and I and our four children were asked to go on the ABC Disney show, Wife Swap. It's a reality TV show. You're probably aware of it. We were on in season five and they aired our episode during sweeps week, which is at the end, which is when 22 million people watch it. And they saved ours for sweeps week. And, the thing that the show really focused on was this weird thing that I did. You know, for many, many years, I raised my children blending up a bunch of greens, usually from our garden, but generally organic. And we called it a green smoothie. And back in 2007, when um, ABC told me, you should put up a website because a lot of people are going to watch the show. We're really going to focus on this green smoothie thing. A lot of people will try and reach you. Well, I did that. I put up a little website. At the time that I put it up, in 2007, there were 50 searches a month worldwide on the term green smoothie, which is mind-blowing to you because you are a, you're a physician, you are into functional and holistic kind of practice, you, you can't believe that, but can you believe that just 10 years ago, nobody would ever heard of a green smoothie? And 
you know, now it, now it's just a household term and now you don't go to the baseball field putting this around and drinking from it and have people say, gross, what is that? Nobody <laughs> says anything now. Nobody says anything now. And, and so I'm probably, except for maybe I want your recipe. Yes. yes. <laughs> like what's in your green smoothie, you know? And so it's really exciting that we got to be a part of that movement. And, um, that's how this whole thing got started. I was just your average health net mom, but I did have, if you go back another 10 years before that, um, I had had a total health collapse, um, 21 different diseases. I was over 200 pounds. My baby took five, six years to bring into this world, um, multiple miscarriages, every fertility test there is twice uh, five artificial inseminations. And then when I finally conceived him with the fifth artificial insemination, I lost his twin. And when he was born, he was at nine pounds, 23 inches. I was so excited. Little, little ginger baby. And, um, he started to fail when he was seven months old and he really, he really nosedived into terrible health and, um, in and out of hospitals, emergency rooms, five courses of Bronco, five courses of liquid steroids by the time he was 15 months old. And when they gave me that fifth course of liquid steroids, the doctor told me, you know, if you give your child five courses of liquid steroids in a year, it's guaranteed to stunt his growth. And I said, wait, what, what? I, I said, we're already up all night. The drugs cause him to not eat. He had fallen below the fifth percentile for weight. He had been diagnosed failure to thrive. The drugs were you know, who knows if the drugs are worse than the disease. I don't know if the disease was going to kill him like it looked like it was or if the drugs were going to kill him, which that was looking pretty bad too. Anyways, I ended up sort of, get, you know, taking responsibility for my family's health and taking a look at our diet and we were just eating what everybody else was eating, you know, lots of processed meat, lots of sugar, lots of bread. I fed him lots of bottles of cow milk every day. That's what all the other moms were doing. That's what the pediatrician said to do. And we started to change our diet. And Green Smoothie Girl was born out of the miracle that happened in my family. Um, as when we changed our diet, not only did my son go on to, well, not only did I lose 70 pounds sort of accidentally and got down to my ideal weight, I ended up being a, I'm, I'm still a competitive athlete at 50. Um, and reaching my ideal weight and keeping the weight off and no dieting involved, no counting calories involved. But the really exciting thing is that my son went from failure to thrive below the fifth percentile for weight to being um, his senior year of high school. He led his baseball team to the state playoff. He hit two grand slams. He pitched a near shutout in the finals. He was uh, named most valuable player and he was six foot three. Oh, that's so wonderful. That is beautiful. And it just really brings like how, you know, we can have these degrees and these awards, etc. But what really hits home is that is our families healthy, their health and well being. Ultimately, that just brings the highest joy in our hearts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I started to raise my family that way. And then, you know, once I solved my own health problem, all those 21 diseases disappeared. I got off all the medications. I had three more babies, blessed with another son, two more daughters. And uh, the youngest one's now 17. And the one who I just told you his story, he just got married. He's turning 24 this week. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. You know, and then, you know, like you said, my 15th book is coming out in October. It's called Vibe. and the 
it's kind of the progression of discovering all these whole foods habits and then wanting more. Okay, so I feel this amazing. I ditch 70 pounds. I get rid of 21 diseases and all the, all the medications that he was on and that I was on. Um, I started to learn about energy and frequency. You know, Einstein said everything in life is vibration. And I ran across that quote several years ago. And then I ran across a quote after that by Nikola Tesla, who I think is still changing our world all these years after his death. You know, I think in 20 years, we'll all be driving a battery powered car. We won't be dependent on fossil fuels to get us from point A to point B. I already drive a battery powered car. Uh, I'm sure you have quite a few friends who do. And that's the way we're all going. The, the um, you know, Tesla just released an affordable car this month. Well, and I think in, in medicine, one area, you know, my area of expertise is hormonal health, right? And sexual health. And hormones are energetic molecules, right? We, yes. When people say, what's the best way to test them? We don't have the best way to test them yet. They are energetic molecules, so we have to look at everything and every aspect of them and, and just how they interact with us. So I think that's, you know, that's what's so intriguing to me about energy medicine, quantum physics, and that whole realm is, is its interaction within and without us, right? Yes. And so that's why I'm super excited to talk with you. But because my curiosity um, won't let me go, whatever happened with Wife Swap? I mean, <laughs> well, it, it aired and 22 million people watched it. But the, the site, the site greensmoothiegirl.com was already viral. The show got some curiosity seekers looking for green smoothies. And every time it would air on Lifetime, it still re-airs on Lifetime. And by the way, it, they, you know, the show really has to script these. I mean, all, every show is an overeducated, overachieving, structure-oriented, you know, my, my kids are going to be these little achievers, um, mom, versus switches lives with, a mother who is really easygoing and maybe the house is a catastrophic mess and whatever. Well, I was scripted to be this, the overachieving, overeducated mom. And so, you know, if you, if you're able to catch the show on lifetime, uh, last I heard it was still, it was still airing now and then just know that not everything you see on TV, is, <laughs> it was super entertaining. I mean, every people always want to talk about, you know, was it really reality? And absolutely not. I mean, they would come, they came back to our house two weeks later to get specific shots wearing certain clothes that they wanted. I mean, my, they had my husband put on the exact doctor's pants that he was wearing in a certain scene and they wanted him to stomp up the stairs and, and they would put certain endings of one scene onto another scene. Or, and you know, every 10 minutes they take you aside and they, you do more download of what just happened than the thing that just happened, right? You, you have an interaction which is fairly forced and very uh, manufactured. And then you go talk about that five minute interaction for 20 minutes <laughs> on camera. And there were, you know, there were 10, 10 staff inhabiting my house. And 10 staff in New Mexico where I swapped lives with a mom from in, in inner city Albuquerque, uh, you know, where everybody has, you know, electric wire around their yard. They actually had a decent uh, little home and 
you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, I was, I actually was supposed to go be with a family from West Virginia in a third wheel and they were carnies. They traveled from carnival to carnival and their three obese children lived in a third, in a fifth wheel and they ran around the carnival every day eating funnel cake. So I actually backed out and I said, no, I just, I can't, I, I have, a, I just have a bad feeling about it. And then they put me back in the show. I didn't know who I was supposed to go with. They don't tell you, you go to the airport. You go to the airport and you find out what city you're going to. You know nothing. And then you just arrive and there's 10 staff and they're just managing everything that you do. I mean, until they leave that night because they are all, you know, unionized from New York City. And here they are in, in little old Salt Lake City where I live or in Albuquerque where they live. And so there's 10 people there and there are 10 people here. And some of them are, you know, these British people living in New York and they're producers and directors. And so... It was quite the thing. It was pretty interesting. I think that my husband had a much harder time than I did. I, I got along great with the family there. You wouldn't know it to watch the show. You wouldn't <laughs> know it. <laughs> um, oh, that's hysterical. That's fascinating. Yeah, I'm going to have to dig it out and look for that. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> yeah, knew the backstory. Yeah, well, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. So from there, you launched Green Smoothie Girl, got lots of attention, really focused on getting the word out on, on really this transformation and, and rec just recognizing the, you know, the energy that you get from clean, healthy, live nutrition, right? And so how did that then transform into your new book? Bye. So, so I really, I mean, Green Smoothie Girl isn't just about green smoothies. It's not like, so we just celebrated our 10th anniversary this year and we're just it's just crazy. We, you know, there's a quarter of a million people on our newsletter list and it's very, very exciting that from this tragedy of my family's where I almost lost my son in that of the emergency room many times has come this incredible community and, and blessing to be able to share my story and the things I've discovered along the way with many people. And it wasn't just about green foods. It was about teaching people how to eat whole foods and teaching people that when you change from the standard American diet and whatever all your addictions are, because most people are addicted to, you know, coffee, alcohol, uh, smoking, processed food, the drive-through, soda. Now people are addicted to all these uh, energy drinks, even worse. And it's really not losses. When you go from that to eating whole foods, you really discover there's an interesting shift that happens that as you build your cells out of different materials, you start to resonate with different kinds of food, medicine, people, thought processes, emotions, everything is elevated. And I was trying to find out why. And so just going back to what I was telling you before, I tripped on this quote by Albert Einstein that everything in life is vibration. I was like, what does that mean? I think I know, I know innately what that means, but I want to know what that means. And then I found a quote by Nikola Tesla, you know, who is the superstar right now. Elon Musk didn't name the the car, the Musk, he named it Tesla for a reason. Mm -hmm. Tesla was a 20-year-old on the European continent dreaming of coming to the United States, and he wanted to meet up with Thomas Edison, and he did. He, 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 got, he got across the ocean as a 20-year-old. He had this dream of channeling Niagara for energy, Niagara Falls, as, he, as a 20-year-old. Got here, got robbed on the boat, only had two pennies in his pockets when he, pocket when he arrived and a letter to introduce him to Thomas Edison. And they ended up having a big falling out. He did a lot of work for Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison spent part of his career trying to destroy Tesla's. But you know, one of the things that Tesla said that just blows my mind as I kept studying about energies and trying to figure out why, 
why is it that all this talk about calories, everything we talk about with regard to food is so deficient. It's so Newtonian. It's like Newton's old physics. And I wanted, I started to feel like quantum physics has everything to do with our food. It has everything to do with, as a former psychotherapist myself, that's my, my education and my background. It has everything to do with the thoughts we're thinking. You know, eating Prozac isn't dealing with the energetic problem of the negative thought loop that we have women on. I mean, from the time we're, from the time we're three, we start to notice if I don't have big enough breasts, if I'm not, if I don't look like this, if I don't look like the magazines, I'm not good enough. They start beating each other up and then we start, we start rewarding each other for self-criticism. Okay. If a, someone gives you a compliment, you better criticize yourself in front of all the other girls or you're not, you're not, you're not a good girl. Then you're a stuck up girl. Hmm. We do so many awful things to ourselves mentally and emotionally. And what does all this have to do with energies? Here's what it has to do with energies. Nikola Tesla said, if you want the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. And so those words are kind of used interchangeably in my book, energy, frequency, and vibration. They get more and more specific, but you can actually measure energetic frequencies now. And you mentioned energy medicine at the beginning of our conversation, Anna. And, you know, Dr. Oz says that energy medicine is the new frontier in medicine. And it's actually not even particularly new anymore. It's just that we're taking all these principles of quantum physics and we're bringing them, we're leveraging them in diagnostics, in treatments. I mean, your EEG, your EKG, these are measuring frequencies. These are, you know, long time accepted, you know, diagnostic tools of even traditional medicine, not just the forward thinkers like you, but, you know, the guys in the emergency room and the ones who don't think about anything holistic, they're just, you know, doing standard of care medicine. And what's exciting, I mean, now you can, like, you can have a surgery with a half inch incision and remove an entire organ. Those lasers are just nothing more than focused frequencies. There are, and this is important, this is metaphorical, there are frequencies that kill and there are frequencies that heal. Mm-hmm. You know, when I had tons of dental work done four or five years ago, they sold me a $2,500 laser. It was a biological dentist, sort of, a, sort of the functional medicine practitioner like you are in medicine of... of Dentistry. Yes, of, of dentists. And he sold me a $2,500 laser and it was the healing frequencies to help my tissues heal. So we can kill with energies. We can literally remove organs less invasively, kill that organ and drag it out the body with, with focused energies. reason this is exciting for you and me is that we can now look at every small choice we're making in a day with a completely different 180 degree view. We can look at food differently. Calories are stupid. Calories are so 1982. They are so processed food industry. We need to slap something on a label that means something to people. If you are evaluating your food based on whether it's high calories or low calories, you're completely missing the boat. Yes. 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 That is so true. And and it is mind-boggling, right? The focus, the you know, just the minutiae that we focus on that can take us away. And this is what we're talking about, really, is that discernment process. Taking us away from what we can sense intuitively is good for us and focusing on something else, right? Or letting someone else decide for us versus using our own innate ability to register that frequency and discern this is good 
this is bad. I always think of discernment on that 180 degree scale. You know, is this good for me? Is this moving towards love? Or is this not so good, not healthy? Is it bad? Is it moving towards fear in actions, in, in foods, in relationships? All those things relate into that level of being aware, being clear enough to be able to discern. But what I find, you know, what is reality is when we are foggy headed, when we are imbalanced, when we are inflamed, when we have high sugar, that ability to discern and register that, you know, or even become aware of that intuitive capability is also suppressed, just like okay. it's Prozac as well, right? It's suppressed. Okay. You don't get the ups, you don't get the downs, you're just existing. And that leads us into bad decisions, bad habits, bad physiology. Right. And they're, and they're also connected. They're also connected. And so, you know, Einsteinian thought applied to nutrition or quantum physics and quantum biology brought into how we think about our food and how we think about what we're, what we're thinking about in our thoughts. Okay. I believe that the quality of the person is built in what we are doing, not when we're at work, because we have to do stuff at work, but when we're out for a run or when we're in the car, uh, or we're in the shower, what are we thinking about? If our, if our thoughts are on that constant negative feedback loop of being critical of our bodies, being critical of ourselves, driving the negative things in us, which are in all of us, underground because of shame, fear, anxiety, these are, the, these are the, the low vibration emotions and thoughts. If we're spending our time there, then we are getting into the low vibrations. And then we have these heavy, thick, uh, just cloudy uh, days, hours and days. And we're losing hours and days and months and years of our lives to low vibrations. This is, this is what depression and anxiety is. It's what it feels like. And are there lots of things that affect that? Absolutely. But when we eat high vibration foods, and we can talk about what those are and what the low vibration foods are, because they are measurable. You can measure the electromagnetic frequency of foods and of, of medicines. Of, we can talk about essential oils all the way to synthetic drugs. They have vibration. And there's this really cool principle of quantum physics that says that a substance of a higher frequency can cause a substance of a lower frequency to increase. And that is exciting. You, as a high vibration person in my energy field, and even though you're in Georgia and I'm in Utah right now, you can, you're raising or lowering my vibration, one or the other. And, and we have a choice every single minute, every single day, whether we are moving into and, and protecting and cultivating and giving oxygen to the vibrations of gratitude, the vibrations of the plant world, where we have extremely high energetic frequencies, uh, the vibrations of love, vibrations of peace. So all these little habits that we do every day take us to high vibrations or low. That's, you know, just painting that as a beautiful picture. It's interesting to look at that um, give and take, right? The give and take. And if we, you know, biblically, we focus on things that are good, right? You know, of, um, you know, beautiful you know, goodness, kindness, all those great high vibration qualities where our mind needs to focus. So talk about just um, a list of high vibration qualities and low vibration qualities again. And then let's get into some high and low vibration foods as well. Yeah. Uh, in the book, I go through the high vibration emotions, mental states and emotions, 
and I have you take a little quiz on those. I actually take, have you take a quiz and show you what your vibration is, high, high, moderate, low. And we had one out on Facebook just playing with it, and boy, people got mad if they were in the low vibrations. I'm like, I, you know, I, if you're drinking soda all day long and you're hanging out with the people who like to bitch and complain at the water cooler, uh, you know, we tend to attract, and this is, this is law of attraction stuff. We are literally electron exchanging with people across the planet. Uh, I mean, this is proven in quantum physics. This is the, the mind-blowing stuff we know now about physics has everything to do with us, it, us, us interacting as human beings. It has everything to do with what foods we're eating. So I take you through a quiz, show you what your vibration is now. You can go through a process to increase it and measure it again in three months, six months, 12 months. We don't have the Fitbit, right? We don't have the actual technology we could put on our wrist yet. We have to increase awareness. This is so incipient. This is so early to even be talking about quantum physics inside our own lives, our own personal growth, our own nutrition choices. But gratitude, peace, love, uh, compassion. Love flow, compassion, these are the high vibrations. We know that innately. We know that we feel amazing when we spend five minutes in an exercise thinking about the people who love us, the things in our lives that we have that are wonderful. Because we can always go the other side. We always have some shit going on. Ooh, and it can change your energy in a minute, right? It can really take you down and you feel that palpable drop. I want to, you know, go back because one of the things I did when I was in Barcelona uh, was working, I did a, a group of, I took a group of Mind Valley um, students that were there for Mind Valley and we did heart math and muse. So we used both ECG and EKG, EEG and EKG kind of technology, right? So we used um, a measuring uh, the heart math, so looking at our pulse and coherence and looking at getting some good high vibration, um, getting some good high vibration integrated into our, our meditative or focused practice and using gratitude and compassion. And I watch these kids, oh my gosh, kids are amazing because they can you know, tune out so much else of the world and then just really open up the space. I saw some beautiful coherence patterns going on as they, we took them from one activity to another emotionally or, or mentally and was able to see that transition and uses that. And my, um, I've talked about it to my audience a bit before and interviewed Ariel Muse, but it's the, the headband that we use that measures our really our, um, EEG. So it's a, a way to look at that and look at our attention, our focus attention, and being able to eliminate some distractions and give our minds some really good um, stimulation and peace and calm and rest. And so using the limited gadgets and technology, but fun exercises, all that to say that getting in that space of compassion really helps bring things into sync. And not only if you are practicing it, or if we're practicing it ourselves, it influences that person across the room. It influences those people outside the door. Getting in, when you start resonating in this vibration state, it's amazing the effect that has on others around you. And you know, we can see that in practice. And we see that in scientific studies and watching this coherent spread. And yeah, you, that's powerful. You mentioned uh, really the folks on the cutting edge of that. I think since the early 90s, is HeartMath Institute. 
Yes. And I, I refer to them quite a bit in my book and even have a graph in there of experiments they do where they put an EEG on someone. So it's actually measuring brain waves. And if I am in your energy field, and right now what's exciting about being in the technology age and being someone like you, a person of influence, is that you can change my energies right now, even though you're in Georgia and I'm in Utah. And that's, you have reached this mind blowing now that's like, it historically has no precedent. But let's say we're in each other's energy field of about six, six feet away. And I am sitting there and I am thinking how beautiful and compassionate and amazing you are and how glad I am that you are my friend and I'm feeling pure love and gratitude and you're hooked up to an EEG and you're, we're not talking and you're not looking at me, your brain waves will register my heart emanations from that vibration of compassion and love. Mm. That Isn't that is beautiful? That's powerful. That is so powerful. Yeah. And it, and it should it should help us understand that this is not woo-woo stuff we're talking about. People have now brought this down out of the clouds, what we have all known intuitively, which is that we feel amazing when we exercise our kindness and our desire to be compassionate. When, how we feel when we do that and how that flows and the, the vibrations that that puts out into community and into uh, the world. Um, we know that feels amazing. We know that being in the low vibrations, just to finish answering your question earlier, the low vibrations of anger, hate, uh, anxiety, and fear, those would probably be our, our, we talked about the highest, those would probably be our lowest vibrations. And we can, you can measure what happens to a person when they go into those emotions. And it is devastating. It's devastating to our electromagnetic frequency. Mm -hmm which is what we're putting out there. And it is either attracting or repelling something all the time. I mean, the low vibration people are attracting. They're attracting. It's just, what are they attracting? <laughs> you know, it's like sometimes you talk to people and they tell you their story and it's like, how did so much bad stuff happen to one person? Well, it's, it's momentum, you know, bodies in motion. This is actually an, this is a Newtonian principle, not an Einsteinian principle, which is kind of, my life's work right now is bringing Einsteinian concepts to the way we think about wellness. But an old Newtonian principle is bodies in motion tend to stay in motion. You know, you get some momentum going, you start showing some compassion, you're then more likely to eat some colorful bell peppers and cucumbers and, and hummus for lunch instead of a burger and fries. Like there is an absolute momentum to this. And like I was saying, you know, when I put Green Smoothie Girl up, 10 years ago, I wasn't just trying to teach people how to do green smoothies. We haven't stuck around and massively increased our reach in 10 years by just talking about green smoothies. That was a great starting place. What we're showing people is that as you put one thing in play in your life, an energetic momentum starts so that you get to live in those higher vibrations where you're in flow more of the time. You know that flow? You know, have you ever been lost? Anna, have you ever been lost in your work and two hours pass and you can't believe it and you don't want to stop? Oh, yes. Yeah, we wish that would happen every day, right? Extreme, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jump back into that, right? That's, that's high vibration right there. And we want to live there more and more. I mean, that's just an example of what vibing feels like. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Like, how, how, when's the last time you think you said, you said that you resonated with something or that you really vibe with a person? 
recently? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it's just definitely something that you are aware of, but not as in tune to. So now the trick comes to becoming more in tune and able to maintain that high vibration state more. Absolutely. And, you know, one thing we go into this, that we don't deep dive into this in the book. But one thing we go into is how to tell if you're a highly sensitive person. And highly sensitive people, it's about 20% of the population. Um, there's quite a bit of research about it, actually. Within that camp, there are people who are intuitive and empaths and energy healers. And energy healers, like they were born that way. They have those vibrations. They t there's a lot of characteristics we could get into. This is really deep dive stuff. But in the course, you know, it, when people who, who get the book want to really discover their energetic gifts, we help them understand if they're an empath or an intuitive or an energy healer. Um, and even if you're not, how to become, just like you just said, more finely tuned. Because there is information out there. There's a hundred times more information than the words we're sharing with each other. And you can tap into those frequencies when you become finely tuned. Show me what you're drinking. Let me see that. Oh. <laughs> this is your new product, isn't it? What is this? This is Mighty Maca Plus, yeah. Okay, yeah, what's so in Mighty Maca 30, Plus? 40 superfoods in here, yeah. Okay, and how do you feel when you drink that? I feel great. I mean, it energizes me for sure. It's like, I, you know, I hate to say the word need it, but I need it. It's a good go-to, it's a, you know, tells my body that I am doing something good for myself when I drink it. Yeah. You're actually able to resonate at five or 10 hertz higher when you drink that. I haven't measured, I haven't measured your drink, but knowing what's in it, you know, the healthy human vibrates at 62 to 68 hertz. Okay. There's there, some of the people who've measured this have measured people who are very, very near death with cancer at 25 Hertz. So you can go way lower, but a healthy person, you and I are 62 to 68 Hertz. If we are a total genius, our brain might be 80 something Hertz. Um, beef and pork are two Hertz. Okay. Remember that, like, remember that principle of quantum physics I told you before, a substance of a higher frequency can cause a substance of a lower frequency to increase. Well, the opposite is true, too. When, we, when we're eating beef and pork, you know, you might have your reasons to eat beef and pork that don't have anything to do with your energies, but the opposite is true, bringing your vibration lower, whereas the colorful, high-frequency foods are the plant foods, the ones you can pull out of a tree or out of the ground that are not processed. Nobody did anything weird to them. Nobody took anything out of them. Nobody added anything to them. They aren't in a package or a can. These are the high vibration foods and you're drinking a bunch of them right there in one drink. So, yeah, I agree. We were talking about earlier. The second best thing to making your own fresh green smoothie, right? right. Is, is having that available and quickly. So, yeah. So let's talk about, let's talk about more of you. First, you mentioned words, intuitive, empath, energy healer. Tell our audience what those are specific, our characteristics of those specifically. Yeah. So intuitive. Uh, they know things and they don't know why they know things, but they sense them. They sense they're the ones who walk in the room and a, a couple has been fighting 
and they're not talking anymore and they're not even looking at each other, but the intuitive's gonna know that there's just been a big conflict. Uh, intuitives struggle with all the information that is coming at them. They tend to need a lot of quiet time, a lot of downtime. Uh, intuitives are very tapped into other energy information sources and they're everywhere. They're everywhere. There's lots of information. We walk into a room, there's information in that room that the people who haven't been paying attention to energies and their own energetic gifts are just waiting for someone to say some words to them. <laughs> but there are other people who pick up on a lot of information and uh, those are the intuitives. The empaths um, feel other people's energies very keenly. Um, might be a speaker might be someone they walk past on the street, a total stranger, and they'll sometimes, on a rare occasion, be just bowled over by someone's dark energies or by someone's light energies. Um, I probably about seven or eight times in my life said to someone, and I, I, I say to myself, every time I do it, I'm like, why am I saying this? And I just, but I just can't help it. I've said to someone, did you, did you know there's a lot of light around you? Um, empaths struggle sometimes with are they carrying other people's stuff too much? Mm. They even know the difference between other people's stuff and their stuff. Because if everything in life is, is vibration, okay? You know, Tesla said, if you want the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. The secrets of the universe really are held in energies. Everything is energy. Your fingernail is energy. The chair you're sitting on is energy. I mean, we, we think that, well, there's living things and there's dead things. Well, if you took a chicken breast out of your freezer and took a slice of it and put it under a high powered micro microscope, it, you wouldn't see a complete lack of movement. It's still in, it's still vibrating. It's still in motion, still oscillating, you know, not like you are this vibrant woman, but that's how, you know, if you threw it out in the backyard in the dirt, that's how it becomes part of the earth is because it is still in motion and it becomes part of the soil. This whole universe is so connected. And when you tap into quantum physics, you start to be so excited about the potential of the universe and you see yourself as, as part of it. That's beautiful. And then an energy healer. Energy healers, they are people who their, their actual energies are healing to other people. And if you are an energy healer, and maybe that's why you were drawn to be a physician, you'll have to tell me. But they tend to love hands-on uh, healing arts with people. They tend to minister to others. But people will say to them often, usually in their life, many times people have said, just being around you is calming for me. Mm. Or it's, it's healing for me to be, to be in your presence. And they sense that innately and they tend to be massage therapists, acupuncturists. There's lots of different energy healing modalities now. They might be physicians. They might be, uh, you know, nurses. They're just drawn to those fields. They find their calling there. Some of them are healers and they end up in a standard of care practice. And they actually end up very, very frustrated by it because they were a natural healer. And that's what they thought they were going to be doing. And then they don't really like the niche they end up in. I think that's definitely, there's a lot of validity to that. For me, myself, you know, at six, I knew I wanted to be a doctor, right? And I, I always say that I knew I wanted to be a healer and that translated to me as physician, right? And But we come down to it, who, 
ultimately the physician is a teacher. And um, I think of Turkish hot, you know, primary physicians way back in, in ancient Turkey were the chefs, right? They healed with the foods they brought and cooked and prepared and arranged and integrated together. So there's so much to being a physician, so much to being a healer that is outside. Um, actually, you know, being a physician is, uh, we're being limited by the standard of care. Our ability to be able to heal and help others heal is so strangulated by our standard of care system, clinics, medicine today. And, you know, I know so many physicians that are, are stem, you know, leaping out of that or integrating other practices into that to really resonate with their true gifts because over the past really three decades, it has been smothered out of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly what I'm talking about is that, um, you know, some natural born healers who are drawn to becoming doctors and nurses end up just running technologies on people or, you know, having to, you know, just the limitations of having to bill insurance codes for specific procedures that they find quite harmful. And they didn't, they didn't know that that's what the practice of medicine would feel like to them. Yeah. And of course, I'm, I'm betraying sort of some of my biases or my disappointments with the way Western medicine works. And I'm sure we're not, we're, I'm sure we, we could talk war stories about that um, all day long. But the point is that there are many med- miracles in Western medicine, but there's yes. so much more out there. There's so much more. And yeah. there's so much in us. And little shifts. You know, if we're 62 to 68 megahertz of energy, but you're, I haven't measured your mighty maca, but I know that my green juice is 75. We're only going to, you know, we're, we're choosing into higher vibrations or lower vibrations with every single thing we do. When we walk out to the street to take our garbage to the street and we see that our neighbor who just had a baby, her garbage is overflowing. And I'm just telling you the thing that happened in my, in my day. <laughs> we see that her garbage is overflowing. And we think, I should take her garbage to the street. Oh my gosh, I have to do this podcast and I've got to get to the airport. Which one do we do? Okay, which one do we do? Do we say, well, you know, she needs to take her own garbage to the street. I don't have time to walk all the way down the street and pull her garbage down. Or do we take the garbage to the street because we love to surf? Because we live in the vibration of compassion. We live there all the time. It's a choice. We're choosing it or we're not, So. Wow. Yeah. No. So let's talk about how do you increase your vibrational frequency? Well, so much to that, right? So much to that more than we can talk about on a, you know, that we can really cover. That's what the book is about is helping everybody understand that, you know, electromagnetic frequency is real. It is now being documented. It's no longer woo woo stuff. It's being these, these, uh, this whole power of vibration is being used in, you know, modern mainstream medicine um, and that there are choices you're making every day that are helping you or hurting you into attracting better stuff, you know, becoming and attracting better stuff. But some of the things that you can do, if you, if I, if I take your question and make it a few actionable things, would that be okay? Please. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, one is everything that happens outside is good things. So go outside sit on the ground, get as much of your skin in contact with the earth. The earth 
the earth is increasing in vibration. The actual polarity of the earth axis of the earth is like 528 Hertz. One of the good things that's going on to counter counterbalance all the, you know, bad things, half a billion, you know, pounds a year of roundup being sprayed, but there are, there are good things. And that's one of them. And so be in contact with the earth every day, go out there and ground. You're literally discharging electrons that you don't need, get them off you uh, onto the ground. Uh, you're picking up antioxidants. You're picking up energies that you need. And while you're there, take 30 deep breaths. And I like to do yoga. I like to be upside down. I love to invert. I love to have my spine stretch out. Okay. I like to, I like to twist. Um, uh, and we're releasing toxins and we're getting more energies flowing. I mean, emotions are just, are just energies in motion. And when we stay in a negative vibration or a negative emotion, it's because there's a reason why things are getting stuck. And so all the things that create that flow, twisting, taking deep breaths, grounding on the earth, um, drink lots of water, okay? And you might be saying, wait a minute, do we have to talk about all this stuff about vibration just to tell me the same old stuff? <laughs> kind of. Yes, kind of, but if it gives you more motivation to do those things and it gives you more you know, really grounded science about why science that goes way beyond 1982's calorie obsession, right? So those Absolutely. are some good things and get more greens, get more colorful, eat the rainbow every day. Okay. I don't try to get people to be a vegetarian or a vegan, but eat more plants. Yes. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. And the other, so get like for me, it's measuring, get alkaline, check your body chemistry, make sure that what you think you're doing is actually shifting your physiology and creating a healthier, less inflammatory space. So I think, and there's, there's so much proof to that. And it's not this alkaline myth. We're not changing our uh, blood pH to a degree, but you know, we rob Peter to pay Paul, so to speak, and yep. maintaining that serum pH from where bone, muscle, etc. So, and there's an energy to that, right? Like alkalinity is higher energy vibration than yeah. acidity, and what's going to build up versus break down. And again, so much truth to that. One thing I want to bring up, you know, I'm. Um, had the experience, the tra tragic experience of post-traumatic stress disorder. And I always said, you know, God had me by his hand. You know, I had a white cloud around me at, at Emory. I practiced medicine with some of the, you know, most wonderful people, but there were our white cloud. I was the white cloud and there were some of my colleagues that had the black cloud, you know, for whatever reason, their patient would die and they're brilliant, amazing. The tragedy would befall them. And it just seemed like I was in the right place at the right time all the time. And then tragedy struck me personally. And from there, it was a downward spiral with PTSD and experiencing this, being able to look objectively from a professional aspect, but as well experiencing it personally, recognize that negative energetic downfall, like one thing after the other, after the other. It's almost, I mean, it's horribly tragic when I put out my, um, you know, significant life events, you know, post-tragedy, pre-tragedy, post-tragedy, but it was that unbelievable, could not really, I mean, just, I mean, I could just, it's hard to believe some of the things that happened. And it was one thing after the other, after the other, and it's that tragic negative energy. And it just reminded me this morning, I was thinking about this and just um, looking forward to our conversation is that wherever, you know, that wherever I go, I go with me, right? It's like wherever you go, you go with me. I've traveled around the world to 
<laughs> to live that statement out, to prove it to myself. Wherever I go, I go with me. And so what has to change is internal and eternal at the same, at the same time, is that internal focus, is those principles, that internal frequency that we are giving off has to shift. We have to focus with positive people. We have to serve and give and, and do charity. We have to nourish our body, not punish our body. We have to nourish our body with the things that do matter. And here, that logical, does it resonate a higher frequency? Will it, will it you know, only give me pleasure for the short term, short term and take me down later? Or will it give me pleasure that lasts in the long term? Will it serve my body well for the days, weeks, months, years ahead of me in my life, right? And same with activities. Like you said, that energetic grounding, I couldn't agree more when I ran my magic menopause clients through a questionnaire, one of the questions was, when was the last time your feet touched earth? And for some women, it was years, decades. And it, that's mind blowing to me. But it's so, like what you said, it's so important. Camping, getting out in nature, going for a hike. I highly recommend it. There's nothing more that I can recommend on, you know, that I would write that would make a bigger difference that I would write on a prescription pad for you than to get out in nature. Well, maybe orgasm would be number one yes, <laughs> yes. Out in nature <laughs> would be number two. Robin, tell us, tell us, tell our audience where to find you, where to find your book and where to join you in your adventures. Oh, thank you for asking that green smoothie girl on Facebook. Uh, greensmoothiegirl.com online. The new book coming out is called Vibe. Uh, it publishes on October 10th, but for a few weeks before that, I don't know if you have show notes or what, but I'm giving away 500 copies, like free plus shipping. So Fantastic. So we'll give people a link to that in our show notes. And yeah, super exciting. That's incredibly generous. Definitely putting forth great vibe. That giving spirit raises oxytocin as well. And that's definitely, I think, a very high vibration in your life. I can just see that you're just loving and compassionate person. So I, I thank you for this time. And um, what, will you want, what do you want to tell listeners to close upon? I love that you are choosing to drink and eat things that raise your frequency, Anna, you're modeling it. I love that we've shared to go out and get in contact with the earth. It's not hard. Just put your feet in the grass. Maybe you never knew you're supposed to do that. Take deep breaths. Get the sunshine on your skin. Vitamin D. We can't do much without vitamin D. But any, and you know what? These may seem like a lot of things, but get one into motion and the others start to follow. The second and third and fourth action get lots and lots easier. Maintaining that momentum. Well, thank you for being with us, Robin. And so for our audience, greensmoothiegirl.com. Her book coming out October is Vibe. Definitely get on her mailing list. And uh, we look forward to having you again on the show, Robin, and learning more about what you're doing and just continue you know, really doing what you're doing in this world, your high vibration. I'm definitely magnetized to you. So I look forward to connecting with you again later. And to our listeners, thank you for the show. Please, please share this podcast with your friends, share it with your relatives, and definitely get a copy of Robin's book. And let me know, comment below any questions you have and any comments. Thank you all for being with us today.